Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm Katherine Tereski, and you're listening to And That's My Two Cents. And today is part uh, part two of my Everyday Happiness series. I hope you enjoyed part one on living versus thriving. And maybe, just maybe, you tried out the wellness wheel. I don't know. Did you? I did. And uh, my spider web, as they call it, looked really funky because I had a real dip in one of the areas. So I am apparently very unsatisfied in that area of my life. And well, I guess I will have to do something about it, right? Okay, I'll get on that right after I've done the thousand other things on my to-do list. I'm sure others feel that way too, but seriously, I will try and carve out a little bit of time to focus on that area in my life. It is nice to know what's lacking. Um, Now for today, we are on part two, and this one is on finding your purpose. Once again, I'm going to do some reading for you with just a sprinkle of my opinions or thoughts, as I certainly don't want to influence this too much as it's really all about you and how you are since we are all very different. And this is kind of like a wellness journey we are on here. So I want to get the point across clearly and not all muddy with my input. But that said, I can't guarantee my two cents won't be thrown in too much, but I will hold back as much as I can and will stay focused on the task at hand. I'm feeling really focused today, so it's your lucky day. Now, if you didn't listen to part one, can I suggest you pause this episode and go back and listen to it first? I mean, it makes sense, right? Like listen to part one, then part two, then part three, and so on. And if you do, please remember to do me a favor and download the episodes. I'll remind you again at the end of this episode as well, like I normally do, just in case you forget. And since I mentioned the downloads, hey, thank you to all who have been listening and downloading them. The site I use to share this content tracks the downloads received. And so shout out to all those in Stony Mountain and Winnipeg, Stonewall and Toronto. Those locations are the top four for number of downloads. And hey, to whomever is listening in Shady Point, Oklahoma, thanks for all the recent downloads. So there's many other locations as well, but I'm not going to go through them all because we don't have time for that. But hey, thanks to all of you as well too. All right, well, let's get into it and learn all about how to find your purpose. So here we go. Now, a few points that um, is made on this page I just want to go through here because they're actually quite good. So one says, even if you're living a life of purpose, that doesn't mean you won't have bad days, but you may find they're easier to overcome. That's very true. Another one says, if what drives you lights up your soul, chances are it helps bring joy to others as well. I can see how that would happen. And uh, the last one on this page says, having a good reason to get up every morning can help you squeeze more enjoyment out of life. And I think that is super true. Okay, find your purpose. When it comes to hashtag life goals, there's one we probably all agree on. We'd like to have a long, happy, healthy life. In an effort to make that happen, we do the things, or try to, that science has shown are effective. Eat right, exercise, minimize stress, and maximize sleep. But if you really want to become a robust octogenarian, it's time to ask yourself a weighty question. What's my life purpose? Research shows that purpose plays a surprisingly significant role in physical and emotional health as well as longevity says Kendall Cotton Bronk, PhD, a leading purpose researcher and professor of psychology at Claremont Graduate University in Claremont, California. What's more, it can help ensure that once you've reached a wise old age, you'll look back on your life with a sense of satisfaction 
and get more enjoyment from the years leading up to that point as well. Researchers define purpose as a long-term goal or intention you're working toward, one that's important to you and your sense of identity, and that's motivated by a desire to make a difference in the world beyond yourself, says Bronk. Passion and purpose are different, she adds. Passion is something you're deeply interested in, so it often plays a role in purpose, but purpose includes an added dimension, a desire to contribute something of value to others. That might sound intimidating, but this isn't about solving world hunger or saving the planet. It's about doing your small part in whatever way is meaningful to you to contribute to a greater good. Everyone has a purpose, even if they don't know what it is yet, and it's possible to discover yours at any age, says Bronk. The many benefits of a purposeful life. Research across age groups has shown that having a strong sense of purpose in life is one of the best predictors of happiness. It's also associated with hope, positive mood, life satisfaction, and resilience, said Bronk. People who have a meaningful goal to work toward are not only more likely to be happy and satisfied with their lives, but also better able to cope with life's challenges. Research shows that people with a sense of purposeful direction have better physical health too. They enjoy better sleep, they're less likely to develop Alzheimer's or have a stroke or heart attack, and they're more likely to adhere to medical guidelines to get mammograms and prostate exams, flu shots, and cholesterol tests. Just as encouraging, when researchers in Canada and New York followed a group of people for 14 years, they found that study participants with a sense of purpose were 15% less likely to die than those who lacked a meaningful overarching goal. So I'm sitting here really trying to take that stat in. (laughs) 15% less likely to die than those who lacked a meaningful overarching goal. Okay. Anyhow, I will continue. A sense of purpose can have a positive impact on nearly every aspect of your life. Relationships with loved ones and friends, your sense of community engagement, and how you spend your time. Purposeful people are more likely to socialize and exercise and less likely to stay home alone watching TV, according to a study published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Okay, so I think that kind of answered my little question that I was asking myself there. Okay, sorry. (laughs) As the authors say in the study, the sense that one is living a worthwhile and meaningful life is fundamental to human flourishing. Light your path. Most people don't discover their purpose out of the blue, says Bronk. They consciously think about it and cultivate it over time. Likewise, your purpose can change and evolve with time. Raising happy, healthy, well-adjusted children provides a sense of purpose for many parents, for instance. But once kids leave home, it frees you up to find new opportunities for contributing to the greater good. With that in mind, here are eight strategies that can help you find the thing that fuels you, fills you up, and gives your life meaning. So read the news. Purpose is driven by beliefs and values. So as you scan headlines, pay attention to the issues that strike a chord with you, suggests Amy Moore a licensed clinical social worker and author of 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do. Some people are upset about plastic in the ocean. Others are outraged by the unfair treatment of people of color. Find the thing that pushes your buttons and pursue opportunities to help in that area. Play to your strengths. Maybe you're a great organizer or a total people person or a compassionate listener. Ask yourself, is there a way I can use my strengths to make a difference in the world, suggests Bronk. I knew a young man 
who had a talent for technology. He was also close to his grandmother, so he and his friends began going to retirement communities in the afternoon to offer tech support to older adults. Having those skills was potentially life-saving for the older people when COVID hit. Leverage your hobbies. If you love knitting, you could knit scarves for people at the local homeless shelter, says Morin. If you enjoy cooking, you could prepare meals for local organizations that need food support. Infusing your passion with deeper meaning can provide real joy, she shares. Become a serial volunteer. Giving back is always guaranteed to add more thrive to your life. Pick an opportunity that sounds interesting to you. Give it some time, then reflect on how you felt about it and why, suggests Bronk. If it didn't strike a chord, try something different. The process can help you find the cause and activity that ignites your fire. Use hardship as inspiration. When bad things happen, it can open your eyes to opportunities you didn't see before, says Bronk. Maybe someone in your family had cancer and you saw how valuable the medical social worker was in your time of need. It could inspire you to go into that career as well, or to be there emotionally for friends who have loved ones who are ill. Or perhaps you dealt with racism as a child and that motivates you to work on equity issues at your job or to volunteer with an organization that confronts racism. Let gratitude point the way. Think about the things people have done for you, whether it was the gift of time or love or support, and let that serve as a beacon for how you to help others, says Bronk. Maybe a friend provided babysitting help when you were a young mom and now you're paying it forward by taking care of your grandkids a few days a week. One young woman I worked with told me she decided to become a teacher because a teacher had been there for her when her parents were going through a nasty divorce, says Bronk. Seek out meaning in your work. Not everyone's job fulfills their sense of purpose, but you can make a job more purposeful by finding meaning in what you do, says Morin. I know a school janitor who saw his job as creating a clean, safe, and environment for kids. He chose to look at it through the lens of helping people. You can apply that thought process to just about anything. A baker might remind herself of the joy her sweet confections bring people. A secretary might see his efficiency as a way to create a less stressful work environment for everyone. Just can't manufacture any underlying purpose in your job? Maybe it's time to make a career change so you can find meaning. The last point here says to adapt your purpose to your changing circumstances. One of my purposes in life is helping children, but the actions I've taken have evolved over the years, said Morin. In my 20s, I was a foster parent. Now I'm involved with the Make-A-Wish organization. My purpose is still the same. I'm just pursuing it in a different way. So those were the eight strategies that it had listed in here. So one was read the news, two was play to your strength, three was leverage your hobbies, four was becoming a serial volunteer, five was use hardship as inspiration, six was let gratitude point the way, seven was seek out meaning in your work, and the last one, number eight, was adapt your purpose to your changing circumstances. So I think that had some helpful information there. It also says here that you may feel called to focus on your family now, but it might not always be that way and that your purpose can shift. And it says here that in one 2019 study, 83% of people indicated their life had meaning and purpose. So that's interesting. I mean, I think my life has meaning and purpose. Hopefully everybody feels that way. Um, it seems like the majority does, obviously, at 83%. But yeah, but think about it. Think about whether you feel that your life has meaning and purpose. There's three women here in the magazine that says who are living their purpose. So I'm going to read these as examples. The first one is Michelle Race. So it says leading people outdoors is the title. 
At her college graduation in 2013, Michelle Race, 30, of Los Angeles, realized she was the only black person in her class who had earned a degree in marine biology. It really bothered me, she recalls. She started talking to people about it and discovered that a high school friend, Tiffany Tharp, had a similar concern, the lack of black people on hiking trails. So in November of 2017, they started Black Girls Trekking, a twice-a-month hiking group for black women. Many of our participants say this is the first time they felt comfortable on hiking trails, says race. BGT makes me feel like I'm doing something that might have a lasting impact, not just on our participants' lives, but on the perception that black people belong in the outdoors in general, whether on trails or the ocean. The other one is London de Leon, Giving Back at Home, it's titled. In 1992, when London de Leon graduated from high school, she couldn't wait to leave her small town in South Carolina. I got a job making fries at Burger King, saved $200, and bought a bus ticket to LA, says De Leon, now 47. It wasn't long before she was getting acting and modeling gigs. I loved it, but I came home to visit one summer and realized how much the community was struggling, including my family. The textile and warehouse jobs had disappeared and people didn't have enough money for food or bills. So in 2008, I moved back to Marion, South Carolina. De Leon started working with churches and nonprofits to provide food and clothing to people in need. I do a little acting and office work to make money, but helping people in the community is my purpose. It's what I was meant to do. And the last one is Joan Allen, and it's titled Reinventing Herself. When Joan Allen of OJ, California, I don't know if I pronounced that right, uh, was 42, she became an attorney. I felt I could empower people through estate planning, she says. In her early 60s, she became a senior fitness instructor teaching older adults how to lift weights. Even though it was very different from estate planning, my goal was the same, empowering others, she says. At 71, she began teaching restorative exercise. And at 81, after a year-long training program, she became a life coach. I help people identify who they want to be and overcome the hurdles that get in the way of their goals, says Alan, who's now 82. I get to facilitate the journey of other human beings. What could be more meaningful than that? Wow, way to go, Joan. 82. 82 and became a life coach. I think that's pretty amazing. So that is basically the section on find your purpose. Uh, so that's the end of part two. I hope you take away something from listening to this and apply it in your life. Even if it's just one thing, then I think it's time well spent. And as always, remember to download this episode, follow me on Instagram at, and that's my two cents, as well as share this with others. The show notes will of course have the info on the magazine again, just like the last uh, episode. So check it out uh, because it has much more than what I'm sharing with you and no one is paying me to say that by the way. So there's no endorsements from this magazine or anything. I just really wanted to share this with you. So I find that's important to mention because um, just so you know that this is really just my honest opinion on this and I, I found it very helpful and just wanted to share it. Oh, and another quick reminder that this of course is not meant to be a medical treatment plan of any kind or medical advice. So be sure to check with your family physician or mental wellness expert if needed. Thank you so much again for listening to this episode and don't miss part three next time which will be the final episode of the mind section of these this series that i'm doing and it will be on the power of no and boy oh boy do i know some friends who need to listen to that episode and i'm sure like them there's many of you out there who need to hear it as well and you know who you are so don't miss that one it might be really helpful thanks again everyone bye